always the first here, Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. All right. Right now we're waiting on two gun. So. It's all good. It's all good. What's going on, homie? Oh man, everything's good. Everything's good. So. Hey, y'all gonna y'all gonna have to don't mind me. I'm eating dinner right now. I got I got some steak and eggs on deck, so I gotta get down on it. I gotta get down on it. But what's up? I had a, I had a little Caesar's pizza for dinner. Man, you struggle is real. Them five dollar no, joints becoming clutch, but man. Oh uh, no, I was just, no, I got the um what mine was nine dollars. Oh dang. At a custom most bestest. You you one of them bougie um little Caesars <laughs> uh customers. Right? I mean it was right down the street, you know, little Caesars right down the street from the crib and I'm just like, <laughs> you know what, I'm hungry. I want a pizza. I don't want to wait. But nine dollar one you still gotta wait. <laughs> So, all right, there's two seven. What's happening, brother? Here I go. Here I go. There I go. Hey, hey. So let me do. Yeah. Let me do the introduction, ladies and gentlemen. This is digging two guns news and views. I'm Dig- that's two gun Tony, and we have returning guests onto the show to clear his name. Ray. Hey. Ray. <laughs> now hey, two let me give you a disclaimer that you don't know about. Right now, Ray is eating because he's crushing dinner right now. The show came just in time for dinner. Hey, it's all good. I just wanted to taste it real quick, and now I'm I'm ready to jump on. got we got some things we got to clarify up in here. First, first things first. Two gun. Yo, what were we talking about earlier? We got to protect our legends, right? Uh-huh. Everybody on the show to say a prayer for Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. because you know she's gravely ill. If y'all have heard in the news, she's gravely ill, and I'm mad at myself because I still haven't never even bought Aretha Franklin. T- wow, we got to see our legends when they alive, man. You know what I'm gonna do tonight, Two Gun? I'm gonna mm-hmm. copy some Boy George. Some boy joysticks. Yeah, scoop me up some Reby Jackson. Oh wow, bro! Centipede, bro! You better get some Freddie Jackson tickets too, cause look like he' about to be up out of here. Man, yo, oh. you gonna be the youngest one out there? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, word, word. So, Ronaldo. Hey, another real quick one, man. Uh, right. To the to the family of that young man at the University of Maryland who's right. practicing oh. and passed away, man. Condolences to his family too, because I'm a very, very big sports guy, right. and um, this is this is happening too much in in football. And I know we've been trying to have mitigation plans to to stop it from happening with you know shoulder, shirts and shoulder pads and no more two days and everything like that. But you know we gotta we gotta take care of these young people coming up. What happened? He just passed. Yeah, out man. He was in the middle of practice and he had a heat stroke. Mm. You know, and remember back in the early 2000s, that happened to Robert Stringer from the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And he was it was a, happening to a lot of folks, and he was a pro player. Mm-hmm. Happened to one of my best friends after eighth grade. Wow. He died at uh, practice. Word, it's unfortunate, man. Yeah. But so, now that that's out the way, go ahead. I'm here. I'm here. I'm with the shits today, y'all. All right. Cause somebody, somebody out here playing, he playing, he tripping hard. And you know, I'm, 
gonna put it out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that man's business out there, you know what I'm saying, like that. But I'm gonna clarify because he came on here sounding like damn Bill Clinton. <laughs> like I did not have <laughs> sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> and I'm gonna get on Red Boy for this. Go ahead. I'm gonna get on Mark Lori Hart. Let me clarify why he got Mark the White Girl Slayer as his nickname. Okay. And and two gun, I was telling I was telling Daniel this earlier. You gotta realize when I was around Mark, it was like when Cat Williams was reading the presidents on that comedy special, <laughs> you see them girls around Mark, uh-huh. all you saw was white, 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 white. That's all you saw. Yo. This dude, and you know what I'm saying he's let me let me tell you he's chilled out. You know he's he's chilling, but a lot he chilled out a lot. When we when we out and about, y'all, this young man earned his title for all the reasons that he did not speak about. <laughs> White girls would flock to this dude like goddamn flies on shit, and I never knew, but then I realized what it was. Cause Mark used to, he used to walk out there with the wild ass outfits, boy. No, it was the outfits. Tell him what? Tell, tell, tell the, tell the listeners what he wore to Orlando to a strip club. So, I'm always about you know enjoying ourselves, having fun. But this cat rolled him with this bright red ass blazer. I'm talking about like the devil's eyeballs bright red. Like I'm in there like what is going on here? Like everybody what, 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 was, the, what was the event? It was it was a bachelor party. It was a bachelor okay. party. As a matter of fact, it it was check that uh it was in Charleston, not a not Orlando there. Okay. That was yeah, in Charleston. It, it was in Charleston. Okay. And when I tell you everybody saw him walk in, man, that dude was so bright ass red that night. Yo, man. Well, I'm part, I'm partial to wearing the color red myself, but usually as an accent, not as like a main yeah. Nah, they looked at him like he was a ballet partner. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you like this. First of all, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out. I'm gonna break down Mark Laurie's successful habits. To get white girls. Wait a minute. First, I, I want. I need. I need to learn these tricks. So let's let's, let's call today's show "Getting White Girls 101. <laughs> hey, well then we we, we, we might on. have to put a disclaimer and get him on the on the phone because you Wait. know I don't talk about people behind their back. No, <laughs> well, you know this is just the cliff notes. Okay. This is because he's going to. This is the introduction. Got it. The Got introduction it. to White Girls 101. Okay. Wait. Before we before we go any further. We're not throwing my dirty laundry out there, are we? No, we're not. Absolutely not. I've came on this show, and I'm gonna put it out there that there will be no Daniel Laurie stories that's today. going on on this show today. Absolutely, abs- today, absolutely not. All right. Unless you want to throw in a couple cheat codes, I can throw in, I can throw in cheat codes all for days. But go ahead, go, go ahead. Oh man. Down right, left, A, B, start, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Oh, Mark said that on the show. He damn sure did. <laughs> oh, Mark said up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, select, start. And let me tell you. Yeah. Mark, I'm, I'm going to put it like this, and I don't mean to sound arrogant, whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? But our crew has has the gift of gab from from top to bottom. Right. You know, they know how to, they know how to approach women. 
Right. But it was something about what Mark said. I just don't know. I I think rule number one is you got to know your location. Because Mark mm-hmm. knew how to speak in certain locations. That's true. When you think it was a place where you're not supposed to be talking, like people waiting out in the line in the motherfucking club before you got in, that's when Mark put the volume up to about eight, nine and start <laughs> joking on folks. And we just out there taking the whole the whole thing. Right. He just knew his locations. He picked them meticulously. That's true. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be loud in the middle of the club like that because he knew everybody else was loud. He wouldn't be loud, you know, you know what I'm saying, in places where everybody were loud. He'd be he'd be loud in like lines to Giovanni's pizza. Shout out to Giovanni's and Charleston. That place was right. great. Right. But he would be loud there and he'd know that he'd know he'd be loud right next to a group of white girls. They'd just be sitting there talking and giggling. And then Mark would start being all loud, saying his little jokes, talking about this. And then he'd see that one girl looking. And then rule number two, you got to involve her in a joke. <laughs> this was his approach. He would, tell, he would tell the joke and tell the story and then go, this is the move. You ready? Oh, girl, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> oh, Make sure... Give me time to uh, give me time to write down my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because this is quasi true. Oh, it is. Because I must say, on air, I have never had any interaction with a white woman before. Oh my jeez! Oh, oh. Mm. oh my god! Look, I've been seeing it from the sidelines for about 14 years. Right, but I've had my own experiences as well. Way, 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 way back in the day. Way back in the day. Way, way, way back in the day. You know what that calls you know for? What's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I was told, there is another segment coming in the shoot that um, we'll be talking about. Now, I'll, I'll save it for that. How about that thing? All right, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So... He always included these young ladies into his stories, into his conversations, and then he would finish that story, and then he would totally divert to the young lady, whichever one showed interest more so than any other one. If there were a group, we knew in our crew, we knew in our crew, some people had to run interference. So that's where, you know, your resident... Yeah, you got to have the take ones for the teams and the resident interference guy... So they wouldn't hate on Mark. Right. That's where, that's where the beauty of, uh, I call him Mr. Dunder Mifflin, Mikey Scott. <laughs> Dunder Mifflin. Nah, shout out to Yoga, but he was yoga. he was great at that as well. And of course, you know, it was just they would run. That's their... what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so they would. They would make sure there there was no one blocking any situations for Mark going in for the shoot. Right. Next thing you know, you're sitting there. Everybody else is having conversations, laughing and joking. And then you notice it wasn't as loud as it used to be. And you would just look to the corner and see Mark already isolated the young woman to go ahead and start just talking with her and hollering at her. Now, by this time, let me write this down one on one time. Yeah, let me, right. let me. Now, by this time, we're, we're speaking about either in a line for food or in a line for the club. Right. If you are going, 
just go down in the middle of subway is what you tell me. Oh hell yeah, absolutely. This guy's a savant. Now I'm 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 impressed by the way he's been doing this for years. Right. It's been concert lines, uh, Giovanni's pizzas, subway lines, the Plex. Shout out to the Plex, Purple the Tree mall. Lounge. Um, was there? Yeah, the mall. The mall. The mall. Yeah, absolutely. So like in the middle of Dillard's. In the middle of Dillard's, this looking what, for a polo. This is what used to impress me. My brother used to come see me, whether it be a Foot Locker or Underground Station, right? Mm-hmm. And he would be like, all right, I'll be back in a minute. Cool. He would be, you'd notice him across the mall walking with a female. Come <laughs> <laughs> back in the store is like, yeah, 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 that's such and such, you know. We hollered at each other, whatever, whatnot. I'm probably going to go to her house later. I'm like, what? Because it was, it came so easy for him. This was the moments that you got to realize when he came back around to explain who it was and who what what was going on with the situation. He was never hype about it. He downplayed it for you, very much so. But he knew it was a success. Right. It was like LeBron hitting a three. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was like it was a nothing. It was okay. I can hit a three from time to time. I'm good with it. My percentage is decent. Right. So that's the one thing that was very, very uh, understanding about him. But all he did was make these girls chuckle and laugh. And then next thing you know, you know, he'd get in the club, maybe dance with them a few times here and there, you know, but wouldn't put his full full focus on the young lady. But then he wouldn't throw another chick in the late young lady's no, face either. And that's what I was about to say. What Mark mm-hmm. was good at is Mark could basically what I used to call juggle. Yes. He's he he's well balanced in a room. He will not put himself in a situation where he could lose the initial or the post young lady. Exactly. But he always had a backup plan. Of course, man. That everybody does though. Everybody, everybody had that one, you know, that guarantee. Like, yeah, oh shoot, I failed tonight. Well, I got that number in my phone. You know what me and Rob called those, right? What was we that? Call, we called those girls you busies. Mm. Or you would shout call out her, to Rob. You call her at two o'clock in the morning, and be like, "Hey, you busy?" That's the girl where you didn't have a name in the phone, but you had a the number, like the time that she called you, like. Right. You oh, look at your, on, yeah, you're 11, 11 p.m. Oh, shoot. Oh, okay. Oh, red dresses. Red dresses calling. <laughs> Fat butt, no tits. <laughs> <laughs> but one, one, thing I, one thing I can actually say is, you know, I've always been thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed how Mark could make anybody in the crew look good. Because it would be like, oh, you want to holler at my man Ray? And he'll just throw a couple words at this girl and be like, hey, Ray, this is Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) Sarah, Sarah. That's a a crazy name to use as an example, by the way. But shout out to it. Shout out. (laughs) Hold on. on. He used to date a Sarah, right? No. No. um, um, Baby's mother's sister. How about a Deborah? Deborah. That's his baby's mother. Yeah. Yeah, so his baby's mother's sister's name is Sarah. Yeah, shout out to yeah. them. I didn't mean to throw her name out there, but let's just say Rebecca. He'd be like, okay. Ray, this is Rebecca. Rebecca, this is Ray. Leave it at that and leave y'all to talking. Yeah. Most of the time it was down like that, but that usually was like 
how do I say it? That usually be like when we were already back at the uh, back at the house, just chilling. Right. Post party, somebody cooking in the kitchen. You know what? I can't we in the living room. I, I can't talk to you about party. Watching snow at a bluff. Yeah, you can't talk to me. So about I got a, I got a scenario. I got a scenario. Okay. Let's hear this. And, and it goes three ways. All right. Diggers hollering. Mm-hmm. Three girls, three guys. Mm-hmm. Who, who does Red or Ray go to the fat girl? No, that's me. <laughs> I left you to answer that, Daniel. That's me. No, but you're already hollering. So at oh. that point, also oh, there's more than one. Yeah, it's three. Or- that's a that's a paper rock scissor moment there. Digger uh, got first pick. That's a paper rock scissor pick. moment. But you know, sometimes this. you gotta know just when to, you know. Yeah. Now, through these years, I have learned to master the art of let's be let's let's make a friend evening. Right. You know, you can still have the distraction and not have the attention. Right. But you got to be exceptionally well at this skill. You gotta because it is so hard because mother, motherfuckers read you kind of different. They might not be reading you the way you're you're intending on them to read you. Right. So it's just the way you got to handle that. So if if there are multiple what I call booger bears in the situation and you got to block one, <laughs> Hey, you got to do what you got to do, but you got to make it into a friendly kind of deal. You know, so you hold them down for a minute. The youngest or the skinniest designated for the big chick. Hmm. That's a good move. That's an interesting one. But at the end of the day, if you get lucky, the skinniest one is the one who's going to (laughs) fit. But, you know, one thing that I was always good at um, being in a crew was my job was to run interference on the big one. Because, you know, the big one's always the one that's just like straight hate. She came with me or this, that, and the third. I'm the one. Uh She want to talk. Say what? Yeah, that's what she would do. That's exactly Uh what she would do. Come over here, girl. (laughs) We got to go. So I I've always had a natural attraction to women that are a little plus size. Ain't nothing wrong with that. We and just give you we give you hell for it from time no, to time, but ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, well let me rephrase that question since we're not gonna run plus size. All right, go ahead. Diggers hollering. Mm-hmm. Red and Ray. Who's designated for the ugly one? Now that's a good question. If it's or not- Who's more likely to shoot for the one less ugly? So the There's a lot of variables in this situation. Right. We're talking about skin color. We're talking about attitude. Talking about, you know what I'm saying? Is she, is she thick from the neck down? You know what I'm saying? These situations play a factor in it. That's true. Because whether, <laughs> this is another thing, Mark. Whether Mark says it or not, Mark got a damn type. Right. He, he may not sit around here and talk about it, but that white girl Slayer got a fucking type. So, <laughs> Man, wait, but, hold on, hold on. Are you saying I don't have a type? No, you specifically do. It's just Daniel, well, how do you want me to say this? With a, I mean, you know you your type. You already established it. You can, you can go ahead and say it after the show. I mean, no, you established I mean, your type. From, from what you said before, you got a little chubby chaser in you. I do. You know, 
Which is and nothing. Not, I would say no. I think that I, I think that maybe even I, I might even put this out and say that might even be a requirement for manhood. Everybody gotta have one. Everybody have. I don't have one big chick, you know, in my time. I did yeah, my thing, you know, you know. It all depends on the size of the person too. I for one don't want to be with a chubby chick. Yeah, that's not my preference. That's the difference now. Just because I'm not. Just because I'm not skinny. Right. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Like my tattoo does not have to be meshed onto your stomach afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you, man. But one thing I know about them chubby girls is, boy, that shit sound like macaroni and cheese, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is turned, know, this is turned wild. I'm going to tell a y'all got, story. Y'all got to relax. I'm, I'm going to tell a funny story, and Ray, correct me if I'm lying. Okay. One I night, will. one night, me, Ray, Red, and Cliff were sitting in the house, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, Cliff said, Man, I'm hungry as a motherfucker. I said, I tell you what I'm gonna do. I gave a phone call to one chick, and did she not bring by two pizzas and wings? Oh my god, that <laughs> was one of the most epic evenings of all time. <laughs> like this we We've never we we're not gonna sit here and say and this is this is not a knock at all but there there's benefits to every scenario. <laughs> there's benefits, right? You it know is. what I'm saying? Like the night where we went out and I may be too drunk to drive home, so I might just crash at the old house where y'all used to stay at. Right. The next morning, somebody's cooking. That's true. <laughs> it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be you know victims of the white girl slayers cooking in that goddamn kitchen. I tell you that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But uh, but somebody's cooking and throwing down in that motherfucker. You you know what banging the chubby chick sounds like? What's that? Sounds like it sounds crazy. It sounds like a kid drowning in a shallow tub. Wow. <laughs> this is. This is getting problematic real quick. It's just a whole <laughs> lot of gasping and heavy breathing and water splashing everywhere. It, Daniel's laughing so hard right now. I just, I'm glad you're laughing and not reminiscing. I'm, I'm very, very happy for you. You're my guy. And, and, and you know, with the chipsters, you just kind of go in. It's no workup. It's just like, oh, I'm in there. It's, and it's so straightforward. They're so straightforward. There's no, it's there's like, no beating it's, around it's the stay ready. That's a lie. Chubby girls, That's y'all better know. Y'all got what's that stay a, What's ready. a lie, Daniel? That's a lie. You got to warm them up. Is it? <clears throat> oh, but you know, they get warm real quick. Well, yeah. and they get warm quicker than normal. I mean, uh, quicker than normal. Ain't no preheating. Okay. I don't remember yeah. fucking be on 50. I, I was about say, to say. Word. The cheese say, toast be ready quick. Cheese toast. <laughs> <laughs> cheese toast. Oh my god! You ever put pork in the oven? <laughs> no. Boy, that shit get real greasy. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad your experiences are are great with these metaphors and um, comparisons. <laughs> you, you you sound like you've had a very healthy and stable sexual life, and I'm very happy for you. Too, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know. Different cars, different broads, same oh, shit. That's true. I feel you. Sometimes you want that that nice streamlined sports car. Sometimes now, you want the, 
Sometimes you want the big body bins. Right, right, right. But that minivan, we got to take a trip. Now I hope we ain't disrespecting the soul out there. These are just these are just life experiences. <laughs> this is this is just this man is, talk. That's all. It's like I said, you just uh, <laughs> aspect of a you know of a male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so let me back up one more time. All right, go ahead. Because I came to the realization that I got to tell an incriminating story about myself if I'm okay. gonna sit here and put the white girl slayer out on blast. Okay. And that's what he's going to be known from now on. I'm never, if we are on this show together, <clears throat> we'll never get called Mark unless I'm just in the moment of a conversation. He is the white girl slayer. And he is well, you know, red and, red and white make pink. Oh, spe- speaking of which, there's another disclaimer out here. Okay. I told this to Daniel earlier too. I never noticed <laughs> how terrible Mark had nicknames. <laughs> His nicknames was horrible. <laughs> the evil Kool-Aid man. The evil Kool-Aid man. Well, like well, was... I would like to hear the origin of that name. Oh, he, he said it in the last show, but I'm going to get him on here because I don't remember it either. Okay, I'll... I don't think I was around for it, but Daniel, I know you know. All right, so this is what he said on the last show. For You heard it, Ray, but you don't remember. Yeah. So, my brother had a friend in school Notice that he's red. He says, you know, your skin complexion's red, as if Mark didn't know. And um, so he says, you know, I'm going to call you Red Man, but Red Man's already taken to call you Red Boy. That's where the Red Boy came from. Mm-hmm. And what Mark used to always wear red a lot, whether he'll admit it or not. <clears throat> he always used to wear red a lot, and he has a very distinctive laugh. So, one day he was laughing at the basketball court and somebody said, wow, you laugh like an evil Kool-Aid man. Everybody on court started laughing you know, harder. Wow. And that's how he earned the nickname. The evil Kool-Aid man. Or Tech'em for short. Tech'em. That's a, oh my god. <laughs> I'm just glad we're past this phase in our lives because right. I'm going to put it out there. I never called him Tech'em. Right. <clears throat> Ever. Right. But that's my dog. I love him. You know what I'm saying? That's my that's my dog. Even though that's my, so, even though that's my little brother. Any kind of even him, I call him Red, and he calls. Him. There's a lot of people who don't even know my, you know, name. They think my name is Digger. I hate saying. This. I'll say it on the show. I don't care. I just Daniel. Yep. My government name is Daniel. <laughs> Ray said it earlier. Daniel. When he said Daniel, he's mentioning me. That's right. I answered to Daniel or Digger. And I can tell how well you really know me by call me. Okay, so I'm not going to put any names, anything like that. This person will be known as this person in this story. Okay. But I will put out how I got my inherited nickname. And that's Ronaldo DeBottle. And I won't say my last name. So I have to tell the bottle story. Ray P. Yeah. Go ahead and tell the bottle story. <sighs> so we were in Purple Tree Lounge. Shout out. God, I wish that place was still, that place was dope back in the day. But we were in there it's having a open? good time. No, it's been shut down. Been shut down. Yeah. Shut Downtown down. Charleston. Yeah, I think it's shut down. So we're out there partying. Whole crew's out there. I don't, Daniel, I think you were not around. I think you was doing some other things. Um, I was... Husband up at the time. 
Okay, cool. So we get into the club, and of course, Mark is doing his Mark White Girl Slayer thing as usual. You know, he's doing his thing. And his his jam comes on. This is how far back this goes. Show me what you got by Jay-Z. Show me what you got by Jay-Z was on. And this was killing the summertime. Killing the summer. And full full disclaimer, too, you could play that today and it would still be killer. Shout out to the band who was busting on those doggone instruments in the background, killing it. Right. Love that song. Just Blake. So, yes, of course. And so we're in there. We're moving through. We're trying to find a spot because it is super packed. And there's people everywhere. We've I, I, I've seen so many people I knew in there already. <laughs> now I'm already pretty tore up. The first thing we always do is we go to the bar and we get some beers or maybe we don't, I don't really get strong drinks like that. I'll probably just get a beer and call it. So I get a Corona that night. I get a Corona. Okay. Yeah, it was a Corona. So we're moving through, we're moving through. And this person, I stepped on this person's foot, right? Right on the shoe. So this person pushed me, right? Now I'm drunk. I'm already tore up, y'all. I'm tore up. So he pushed me. So I decided to put my middle finger right in this person's face. I mean, my the back of my middle finger is rubbing this person's nose. It was that close. Like, it was close. So I got punched. Square in the jaw. I mean, square. Flushed. My face moved, turned to the side. And I mean, it wasn't, of course, at this time I was young in the army, I was lifting weights, I was, you know, Mr. Tough Guy, you know, but that was the first time I've ever got hit square in my jaw. So I get hit in my you head. Didn't hit the floor. No, 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 no. Just the head turn. Like, yeah. boom, the, the head just turned. I'm like, oh my God, he just hit me. And I commenced to, I had the bottle, it was a half a bottle of Corona. And I went from holding it like normal folks do to grabbing the the top part of it then in an angle where I came within the flow and busted this person on top of the head. And the whole shit, the whole bottle shattered. It splashed everywhere. Everything like this. Right? So when that happened, people were all, oh my god, freaking out and all of that. So I go where my people are. I, I kept walking, right? So this is where this is where I probably solidified the name. So all that happened, I'm sitting there, I'm dancing. I mean, I'm so drunk, I'm like, oh man, you know, this is still my joint. We're dancing. Here comes security. So the bouncer comes up, he's like, yo, did you just hit so-and-so with a bottle? And I was like, yeah. And they, we just, like, stared at each other for, like, a minute. We just had the awkward stare, like. <clears throat> and then I broke silence. I was like, oh, you want me to leave? <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, you can't stay here after hitting somebody over the head with the bottle. You got to go. I said, all right, bet. So <laughs> I start walking. We start going. He tries to grab me to show off. You know how bouncers go. They want to show off and try to throw you out. So I I moved my arm. I was like, yo, don't touch me. I could walk out on my own. (laughs) And this dude just starts shaking his head, looking down. And I I stroll on out. 
So by this time I'm getting through, it's a lot of people, of course. <coughs> so I get downstairs. We're going down the stairs of Purple Tree. And the person that I hit the bottle with over the head had a towel and it's bleeding. There's blood everywhere. So he's sitting on the steps. So I got to pass this person. So my drunk ass had to giggle and laugh. And this person was like, fuck you. And I was like, yeah, I bet you won't punch me in the face no more, motherfucker. And I get outside like, I didn't think the night was over. I was just like, yo, where are we going next? They were like, motherfucker, the police are on the way. It is time to go home. <laughs> like, what are you talking about where to next? Do you hear the fucking sirens? That is for you. So we fucking got in the vehicle and went home. And nobody in my crew spoke to me that day. And a lot of them were upset with me the next day because I fucked up party night. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. upset because... I never went out to start off with. Yeah, but that was the that was the the bottle story, you know. The bottle the bottle. Yeah, the it's Corona bottle with the Corona bottle. <laughs> so, I've had some crazy experiences. I've um, bought too many, too many bottles. I popped. I've Honestly, paid for that. I've been popping bottles, but all of that. But that was probably the most significant story yo, that I, ever I, happened while I've been out. Let me let me speak on your personality, Ray. Oh you, man! Other than you know you going to the back to the airport to get Mark's bags and um to pick up Rich, do you remember one of the first things you said to me in Vegas? No, I do not. You but said, I have a traumatic brain injury, so I'm I'm prone to not remembering things. You said, "Digger, you better not be no pussy, man. You better hit me." <laughs> <laughs> I have not done anything <coughs> all that day. Now pause. Tony, two gun. Yes. My guy, if I invite you to a vacation where's all the homies going, all the homies, and yeah, we know that your preference is not to drink. You don't drink much or maybe right. even at all. I don't drink at all. But this is a celebration of brothers, brotherhood, partying in Las Vegas, Nevada. Do you make an exception? To drink? Yes. With your people. No. Not, you wouldn't do it at uh, all. Well, I'm not. Alright, boom. Being it is how you go some places, they have a true drink minimum. I no, we were, will. No, 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 no. Not, not, not we because of stipulation, room. just because uh, okay. of the situation no, we were, no. of the people <clears throat> you're with. We were in a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I have a preference of what I will drink if I have to drink. Okay. And that's understandable. Yeah. yeah. But and you that's would just... Concord Grape Wine. Hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. What kind? Uh, Manischewitz Concord Grape Wine. It tastes like communion wine. It tastes like grape juice. But one bottle will have you pretty, yeah, you're floating. Okay, let me get my notes out. I need to write that down. <laughs> and it's only four ninety nine. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. So this is so. Oh, go okay, ahead, Daniel. No, no, I'm just saying. So raise the whole time he was hyping me, hyping everybody up, saying, you know, I'm not gonna fucking drink. I'm not gonna drink. I might go out once. I'm not gonna drink. But so I had to make sure he understood the stipulations of this trip. 
This mm. But by the way, his knees was touching the back of the plane. Right. I believe it. All the all the issues he had with his flight. Right. I knew he was going to drink at least a little something. <laughs> I, I, and this is gonna this is gonna sound mad weird, but I had two shots. Of Henny. Hen dog. Now, okay. my, I have not eaten anything that day. Yeah, that was party foul. I literally floated from my room. I mean, floated from Ray's room back to my room, and I was out. Mm. I'm just glad you had a great time. So, actually, don't. That was no. I did eat. I had a cookie. Oh man, West in the room. Shout out to Westgate Cookies, bro. There's a big ass cookie in the room. I don't know who mama's baking them cookies for Westgate in in Las Vegas. But those book cookies was bomb. Ray, do you know I tried to get Two Gun to go with us? Yeah, it would have been great. And that would have been great. We might have not made it out of Vegas. (laughs) 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 Trust me, with the people we had there, it was close calls a couple times. (laughs) Apparently, apparently spades, black people in Las Vegas don't mix. Right, I nod Yeah, Ray wouldn't be my um. Ray wouldn't be my space partner no more. I will never be your space partner again. Oh man, what happened? I got to hear about this because I'm I'm very put it aggressive like this. and on space. Put it like this: Daniel's shuffling is toddler like. Oh wow! Do I need to talk about the rest of his space game after saying that? Oh man, please don't tell <laughs> me. I rene- hey, I love I love Daniel to death, but he is a horrible spades player. Is he a renigger or or, or a? Yes. Oh wow, yeah. I renege bad. Yeah, you can't talk to me till the next morning. Yeah. No. Oh, I left. I I stopped the whole game. I just walked off. I left. <laughs> that was the end of the game. That was the end. You know, I, you know, you got to. You, you have to text me. Are we cool? <laughs> <laughs> Are we still going to the place we said we were going to? Nah, but Not together. I'll meet you Now, there. let's get some clarification out there. <laughs> I mean, this wasn't his first time playing, so we were a little cutthroat on him. Uh, but one of our other resident homeboys, shout out to Drew, he, it was his first time playing. Right. The and deer now, hunter. I had, yeah. And let's say everybody knows Drew. He's He's a white dude trying to play spades with a with a room full of black folks. An aggressive, aggressive black people. Aggressive black folks. Now, the rule of the thumb here, we're going to get it outside. The rule of thumb, if somebody, you got to do the joker, joker, deuce, deuce is our rule. Two of diamond is higher than the two of spades from where I'm from. That's how the house works. Yes. Where I'm from. Yes. So, Drew throws a two with the group of diamonds. Diamonds led, he throws the two down. So you give mm-hmm. that disc, you give him that first warning, the initial warning. You a rookie, hey bro, that's a spade. <laughs> joker, joker, two, so two a diamond, two a spade. Yo, you can pick that up, but that's the last time we gonna hook you up, man. You gotta learn the game, my G. All right, right, right. right. So, two gun. Real quick question: When? Is the book final? When is it final for you when you put down your card? Is it 
A is is the book final when A the person after you throws their card, or B when the whole whole thing is scooped up. <clears throat> um, like when if, if you if, if you, you're talking about a spade, mm-hmm. spade stick. Mm-hmm. So that once that's on the table, once that's on that's on the table. Yeah, but lo- usually it is. Once you take your hand off that card, if you don't immediately say something, it's, it's there. Up. Okay. Yeah. So that caused that caused the the tornado of Westgate 2018. That rule right there. Cause he reneged later on in the game. <laughs> he let his hand off the card. And somebody played their card already. But we didn't scoop up the book yet. But we knew mm-hmm. he we knew he reneged. So we was already calling it before it was a rap. But then it started an uproar between black. There was folks from Alabama. There's right. folks from Mississippi. My boy from DC. My boy from Kansas. I'm from Carolina. You know what I'm saying? And then Drew, the lonely white man from Cleveland, Ohio. Was in the mix. Now we getting into arguments is blazing everywhere. Everybody's clapping and arguing about this renege two gun. Let me tell you about Daniel fucking Laurie and Mark fucking Laurie. Wait a minute, you just gave the whole. Let me tell you about these two light skinned fucks. Guess what these were? All right, so if there's an argument. They settle in the whole situation of the table. Everybody's right there, witnesses everything, right? Two gun, would you stay there until the whole shit is resolved? Yes. Okay, my brother, that's great things. I look to my right, and the two most light skinnedest folks in the room that's not, you know, Drew, which is he was a white man, which was him. The other two light-skinned folks done abandoned the whole group. <laughs> left in fear. They thought they was going to jail. They, they thought their <laughs> life was in danger. They had the Drake moment. They had a Drake moment. They got up out the elevator. They was out of there so quick. <laughs> I went back. To we room. did not see them walk out the door. They didn't say, yo, I'm holla at you, man. Y'all wildin'. You know, that's the, that's the exit strategy right there. I'm going to holler at you. Y'all crazy. You know, it leaves, right? No. And I went back to the room. Real, real light-skinned folks move in silence. Spades, they, spades games get serious. Yeah, and they abandon quick. Now, no security was called in the, in the process of this, but this argument carried on for about an hour, you know, yeah. but everybody cleared the air. Everybody cleared the air. It was straight. It was a spades game. So there was some there was some crazy things that happened. So that was one of the most interesting parts of Vegas was that spade game, which that means a rule of thumb, people. Rule of thumb: you make sure your resident white friend knows how to play spades. If not, do not put him on your table. Yeah, because he's gonna Please get don't. smoked. He's gonna get smoked. Trust shout, me, Drew will never play spades again. In his, shout out to Drew, he will never play spades again in his life because he is traumatic. He is traumatized. Cause he Shout just out. sat there. What'd you say, Daniel? Shout out to the Vegas interference. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, that was a failure on his part, too. Called him on his episode, the biggest interference. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, like I said, with every good story, man, that I talk shit on people, I gotta, I gotta put myself out there too. Right. I gotta put myself out there too. No, actually. Um, so. Oh wait, you're. I gotta to... tell the story. Yeah, I gotta tell what? the. This is my last story, and then we can move on from Vegas. Right. The Madden game. Oh. <sighs> you know. It's great for black people to establish the Madden rules, the 21 skunk rule. Right. You know what I'm saying? The you can't get the 99 rated team rule or no all-star team rules, no Pro Bowl teams, none of that, those historic teams. You know, you, y'all can't set – we set these rules, right? Right. So I am a big football guy. I'm a high school football coach. I play video games. I do all of that. Madden is my game, y'all. Right. Madden isn't my game. I sat there in sheer anger and frustration, silence, about ready to fight two of my friends over a Madden game, y'all. <laughs> Uh, and when that's I tell pretty, you, that's pretty much after spades, it's like a dice game or a Madden game. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I, when I tell y'all, I was getting my ass whooped. I was getting my ass cut, y'all. Let me tell you how bad this ass whooping was. You so, wasn't even there, Daniel. No, no hold on. I wasn't. But, okay. let, me, let me tell you how bad this was. I'm. We're all in group chat, right? And everybody. 80% of group chat was in that room, right? Yes, yes. This is how bad it was. Somebody took a picture of Ray and put the meme sad face on him. <laughs> yeah. What the, oh, wow. I got memed that night. I got memed that night. Casualties of a Madden game. That's it was... He had the Steelers, and who did I have? I had the New Orleans Saints... And when Drew Brees breaks the records for most interceptions in a game, that's what I dealt with for four quarters. I stayed with the game, too, gun. Mm. Now, I, I could have done all these Negro tactics. The 21 skunk. I could have I quit on the 21 skunk. Mm-hmm. I could have unplugged the game. I could have told – it happened in my room. I could have been like, y'all can get out. You know what I'm saying? I could have I could have been all these negro tactics, but I didn't do any. I was in so much shock and awe of losing to a 80 something to 20 something game. Wow. That I couldn't move. I just wow. took that ass whooping. And I was angry. Not more so of the score, but the shit talking that was on an epic level. That yeah, you I gotta, never you gotta know, like, shit talking is, is 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 worse than losing. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially when you have a hype man behind you, <laughs> and the hype man was worse than the actual shit talking that night too. These my boys, man. These my brothers. And when Alan was like. I love Alan. Shout out Alan Lorenzo. Cop is good music, man. He's got studio beats for days. Y'all holla at him. Right. But when this young man 
said he should be a coach and I should never coach again in my life. I wanted to fight this skinny young man. I have Allen by 40 pounds, y'all. I outweigh Allen by 40 plus pounds. I am 245 right now. Muscle and beer belly. You know, I go to the gym religiously, but I can't quit my beer. I drinks. But Allen is... What's your favorite drink? My favorite drink of all? I'm doing out of of beer. Out of beer. You know, I'm not really a picky beer drinker, man. I I mean, I roll with the Miller Lite because that's when I was coaching football. You know, when I would get nervous um, right before a game, you know... I was like one of only two black coaches on the on this team, and it was a great team because the people were great. I love I love this coaching staff, but I won't put this school out. But I used to we used to go to the store and we used to get two tall boys of Miller Lite, and it would and then we would drink Listerine, spit it out, and it would just calm me, and I would get into my coaching zone. Now this is when I was you know younger, but that was like one of the best experiences for me because sometimes. High school kids just get on your fucking nerves, and their parents yeah. are no better. So, I had to be in the right frame of mind to handle parents, and a little buzz wouldn't hurt nobody. But yeah, man. So he said that, and I I wanted to fight all 136 pounds or whatever fucking he weighed of him, and beat the shit out of him. But I couldn't do it. I was like, you put yourself in this situation, you talk all this shit. You were like, hey, we could wait till tomorrow. I was like, no, nah, fuck that. Let's play tonight. And then I got beat by 60 fucking points. Oh, I, so You know what? I, I never said thank you to you, Ray. Why? Because you gave me the smartest advice on the... On what? I was dealing with all that shit. You go, yo, what's the problem? And I was just like, you know, I don't want to talk about it. You said, is this shit at the house? I'm like, yeah, it is. And you're just like, yo, fuck you know, fuck what's going on at the house. You put your niggas right. If you got to, delete your Instagram, delete do this, do this. Fuck what's going on at the house. You're having a good time with your niggas. That's all it is, man. And it wasn't like, it was the only thing I just, you know, when it comes down to situations, and I always, I'm an advocate of if you got a close, tight group and y'all been tight since like young and all of that, Yeah, you always got to do something together, man. And so that's why every two years, which Daniel's debating me about this, I always have my boys. We're always going on a trip. We went to Orlando two years ago. Right. We went to Vegas a uh, couple weeks back. And um, two years later, we'll probably set off on another journey to enjoy it. life, yeah. you know? Yeah, we got some places on, on tap, but, you know, we'll two see. Gun. But... Two gun. Two gun. No. Yeah, we'll, we'll attack that. We'll definitely attack that one. So... I just wanted, you know, for you to realize that, man, you can still enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can still enjoy yourself. But people got to realize their circumstances and their situations. Um, I have an understanding household. And I, I reciprocate by never telling them no when they need anything. Kids, wife, whatever. If y'all need anything, I ain't going to tell you no. Go get it. Go do it. That's what that's what the money's here for, for y'all. Right. But you know, when I have my moments, hey, I want to go do my thing. There's no there's no arguments, there's no rebuttals, and I'm all about that. Right. It's just you gotta have an understanding household. Not just a understanding relationship, household. 
that's the keys because you got to be understanding with not only just your your significant other whoever that person is but the young ones around them so they understand that daddy just needs some time or mom just needs her time away and if y'all come y'all all come to an understanding it's just easy it's so easy and that's why I'm truly happy in the space that I am right now. But I just call out this bullshit that be coming out. Like this goddamn white girl slayer shit. And the goddamn Daniel fucking skating out on us on us when there's a heated debate. You know, Daniel done done some other trifling shit in this time, but you know, I don't want to put all that out. Go ahead and put it out. There's no whole bar on this shit. Yeah. You mean like two years ago when you were hyped to come to the trip with us all the way to the day we were supposed to leave, and then you went dark on all communications. Yeah. We didn't hear from Daniel until we were supposed to leave on a Saturday. We didn't hear from him until that following Thursday. Oh, wow. I was like, damn, I thought he was in intensive care. Like, I didn't know what was wrong with him. I fell off the grid, and that's because the girl I was dating at the time was like, do you think this is a good idea? So on and so on. And then Daniel realized two years later that would have been the greatest idea of his life. Because <laughs> you had the time of your life in, in Vegas, and that, and that was great. Right. You met the fucking, what is his name? D's Nuts guy? Yeah. Um, Melvin. I, I forgot the Melvin. I forgot the Melvin. the picture. Daniel met him. I you have gotta, a picture. I have gotta, a photo well, of Daniel. Great. Yeah, I have de- I have a photo of Daniel doing a selfie with this dude. Wow. And he just rolled up on homeboy at the fucking slot machine. <laughs> oh, man. No, you know, That's one so to show your kids. You know, it's so funny, though, because he was telling, I was like, yo, you a funny dude. Let me get a selfie. He's like, uh, uh, okay. But yeah, there was these other guys like, hey, can we get a selfie with you? He goes, nah, I- I'm-, I'm working right now. He's working. <laughs> right. What What are you going to tell a six foot six, you know, almost three hundred pound guy? Yeah. Uh, are you Are you hired? Uh, can I Can you be my bodyguard? Maybe. Right. Yo, and this nigga has some busted ass shoes. <laughs> oh wow. This, mm. this nigga looked busted as hell. Yo, he had a. He had uh, the iPhone earbuds in. Yeah. <laughs> like it was Bluetooth making a phone Shut call up. like an old grandpa. Shout out to Welvin the Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I forgot to we tell just... you I met that dude, man. We met we met a couple of celebrities out there, right. man. Met yeah. You and Red met Emmett Smith? Mm-hmm. So. Boy, that was an experience, boy. Hey. He walked through like a Mississippi pimp on a Sunday. With all his Jordan from top to bottom. Yo, and that's why I said, Two Gun, you should go on this trip. The Vegas yeah. trip? I don't know if it's going to be Vegas, but... Oh, you mean the next, trip. the next trip, yeah. Next trip. That's why I said, you should go on the next trip. No, nah, I don't know. Y'all niggas are talking about going skiing and shit. We don't know yet. We listed yeah, some I'm things. I'm not trying to hit a tree. I'm about to say, <laughs> Ono? Yeah, man. <laughs> like, come on, dog. Yeah, man. We definitely do, man. But to all the people out there, like I said, man, these these girls is out here having these trips to Jamaica and all of that bullshit and going, oh, 
free life, independent women, all that bullshit. Right. Yo, y'all can clearly do the same thing, man. Clearly do the same thing and enjoy yourself. Right, right. Enjoy yourself. And, I, I will say, you know, it was, and I um right when I was right before I was about to leave, I said, you know what? Thank you. I don't get out. I don't do shit. All I do is go to work. I need shit. <laughs> don't worry, cause old Ronaldo the bottle will be in Charleston on Thursday. Right. For a month. What state do you live in now? I am in El Paso, shithole, Texas. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, this nigga uh, was to Vegas. He drove. Yeah, it's, yeah, I drove to Vegas because it was easy make, for me. Uh, make sure you keep your birth certificate on you. Yeah, you doggone right. You doggone right. <laughs> Wait, am I better? <laughs> the, the motherfucking the goddamn border patrol is everywhere. They look at me weird all the time because you when you when I go visit, I, I usually go to Arizona to visit my dad once in a while. Right. And there's a there's a checkpoint halfway through, like in New Mexico somewhere. You got to show your ID. And my my full my government, you know, is a Spanish descent. You know, Tell my, me about it. So, oh, I'm the same. A black dude named Ronaldo. They just looking at me kind of crazy. But then I show them my military ID, and they like, all right, he legit. Let him go. But they be looking at me like I'm wild. And then start one guy. On the way back uh, from Vegas, when I was at the checkpoint um, going back, and he started speaking Spanish to me. And I'm looking at him like, I was like, bro, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Like, man, you get the fuck out of here, man. Yo. <laughs> Yo, speaking of fucking checkpoints, what about, tell him the story about the Hoover Dam. Oh, man. So we got a Hoover Dam what, story? What, when when Uncle Ruckus pulled us over? Yes. Oh, my God. So, there's... Did we rent that car? Um, there was a rental car. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So, so fucking White Girl Slayer for us to go to visit Adam at Luke Air Force Base. Not Shout out to Adam. There's four of us. Me, Rich, Daniel, Mark. So, we're going... Now, I never knew until I drove to Vegas that the Hoover Dam is only an hour away. You know what I'm saying? So I told the guys, I'm like, yo, we should go to the Hoover Dam because it's on the way to, to Phoenix. Yo, it'll be dope, man. Just just let's check it out. Take some pictures. So you got to turn off to the left and you go through some curves and stuff. And then you come to a checkpoint. <laughs> now, everybody's going through this checkpoint. Everybody. Now, granted, there's not a lot of black folks that's going to go to the Hoover Dam, right. let alone a car full of, of niggas <laughs> in, in a rental. We're trying to go take photos. So this old black, young, old black soul comes up to us down the window. How you doing, sir? I need y'all to pull over to the side. I need you to get out of the car, up the trunk, and the hood. <laughs> I'm like, well, God damn. Um, and I mean, I thought he was going to say, don't trust those new niggas over there. I swear he was going to sing it to us. Swear he was how, many, how many of y'all was in the car? It was four of us. Four of us. Granted, there's no drug use. There's no alcohol in the, in the vehicle. We just going to visit their family and come right. straight back. 
and then go turn up again right. in Vegas. And man, if that wasn't the craziest damn search that we had, we still trying to figure out why all these happy families is going through the checkpoint with no issues, and we got man, they taking over. pictures of us and everything. Wow! Oh my goodness. So then we find out, going through the Hoover Dam, if you pull over, you got to pay for the parking joint just to go through the little tours or take the pictures. So we we had our Negro moment. We were letting each other out one by <laughs> one and just keep going through traffic, take the photos of the Hoover Dam, get back in the car immediately. <laughs> and I had to take... Oh, who's next? All right, you're next. And I had Let's to take go. double the pictures for Mark because Mark was the one driving. Yeah, it was a uh, that was a pretty pretty uh pretty funny pretty, situation that we went through. It was a pretty racist moment though, because you gotta yeah. understand, even when we were walking along the you know Hoover Dam, we never were the only black people there. Hmm. So let's back. Let's now let's let's talk about later on in that day, Daniel fucking Laurie. What happened? So. Two Gun, let's bring it back on the music and our love for uh, music, right? Let's bring it on back. I know where it is. Somebody had the fucking audacity, not the nerve, not the, the gall, the audacity to say out of his goddamn mouth that Adele was better than Beyonce. Adele was better than Beyonce. Tell him about the tell him about the ride back, Daniel. The ride back was one of the longest, loneliest rides ever. So <laughs> you ever you ever hear um you ever hear that song that plays those sad movies like All I see around me unfamiliar <laughs> Like I was literally looking out the window because they were berating me on how bad my opinion was. Oh, we just oh, lost him. It's all right. So, okay, but but we still gonna put it out for everybody. We'll put it out for everybody. Because... I, I, all right. You know what? I'll go ahead and be a man. I said that Adele was better than Beyonce, sell wise, you know, numbers wise, just that and everything. And you would have swore the Beehive attacked me. And no, there was just three niggas in a car attacking me. Three grown ass men attacking another man over Beyonce. Over Beyonce. Like, let that marinate for a second. Oh, there. It was a hey. You guys, it was. Bet you guys didn't even know I got cut off. No, we did. So, so he blatantly says that Adele is better than Beyonce in all these different categories. And we went off of him like it was, it was the whole Beyonce beehive. Now, mind you, it's a four-hour ride back from Phoenix to Las Vegas. Yeah. And this happened in the first 20 minutes of going back to Las Vegas. <laughs> we, we went in on him hard. So that's the car this... ride was for me. Yeah, we probably got to Henderson before we stopped, and that's like 20 minutes away from freaking... 20, 30 minutes away from freaking uh, from Vegas. Cheers to the freaking weekend. (laughs) (laughs) They attacked me so bad, like I couldn't even say anything because everything that they said had a point of validity. 
Of course it did, because it was fucking Beyonce we were talking about. There's too much reminiscing going on. Let's talk about how, how come skinny girl's vagina has no end to it. Ooh. Okay. Has no end, you said? <laughs> I was about to say, um, I don't know this... I would. I don't know the skinny girls you deal with, but um, you, my young Skeletor, five foot eleven, a hundred and twenty something pound wife, does not have that. Well, I don't know. In my, in my, in my travels, I find skinny girls have longer love tunnels. Than the chubsters or the thicker girls. I wouldn't know. That's probably true. Know. That's probably true. I promise you. That's probably true. Like most people will look at a skinny girl and be like, yeah, I'm gonna just dog that. It's usually not the case. No, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it is not, people. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah. Like, I wish yeah. I didn't have an answer for y'all, but I'm just on the outside looking in. Shout out! You shout are. out to the model type girls for giving it their all. Yes. Sh- shout out to our Hall of Fame track bodies. Oh yeah. That get married. Shout out to the lame Brian models. Word. Like, you know yeah. what? That's a, that reminds me of something you said again. Fucked up, Ray. You and Mark were going in on me, and you said Dick is the type that sits outside the lame Brian with no debbies in his hands. That was not me. That was your brother. Oh, and is there times? I That that reeks of Mark Laurie when it comes to a fucking joke. I apologize, Ray. But you and Mark were going in on. Yes, yes. Now I will definitely go in on you hard about about your affinity for specific Ray women. A, take one but, for the team. <laughs> Yeah. No, he can't deny that. He's like, yeah. No, I did. Go on any girl love tunnels. I might need to take some notes. Go ahead, guys. Y'all go ahead and talk about that. I mean, it's a it's a very, very magical experience. I think that's why I've always had uh, uh, a love for tall women. You know? I've always been attracted to tall women. I don't know why, but you know, no, it's just it's oh, just no. how it's been. I've had maybe in my experiences. I've remember only had the like girl maybe... that I needed that was six seven. I cut off again. Okay, no, no, no. I I did. You said you cutting again? Oh, no. there he goes. Now there's a difference. Now there's a difference. You, I said tall women, not linebackers, oh. not NBA centers oh. either. But you know, hey, like I said, man, oh. you're. You can facilitate those situations. That's your thing. I just, I'm an athletic type, tall, beautiful woman. I used to like light skin. There's a lot, but then you know, there's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. And like I said, I've only had um, two two white girl experiences. Two maybe three, I think. Two maybe three, but. I'll tell you now, I uh, I can't wait for this relationship episode that Mark talks about. He is not going to hog all the fucking light. Well, you, I am you got time Sunday, right? I think yes, that's going to be on Sunday. Oh. 
I will be in studio on Sunday with you oh, yeah, for that's that. That's right. One. That's right. Yes, I will. Studio I will Sunday. be in the presence of Daniel Laurie on Sunday. Doing the show. Live. Doing the so, show. Did you hear that, Two Gun? Yeah, I heard it. Don't forget to get your boiled peanuts. Oh, yes. Mm, spicy, please. The relationship show is going to be Sunday. <laughs> with be Ray and Ray. <laughs> Yes, that'd be the great. relationship show part oh, yeah, two. Right. And best believe, I'm coming with that smoke about the white girl slayer to him. I'm not gonna just say all of this and not take you know it what? to him. Nothing's Let's put off that out there. This episode. The relationship show, nothing Got is you. off limits. Shout it. out to the white girls down with the swirl. Yes, hey. I'm gonna talk about all the trifling bitches out there. Claiming, <laughs> claiming Negroes for their childs and know that ain't they motherfucking daddies. Fuck all. You know that. what? <laughs> you know, got a st- got a story about that. I was that about shit to say, too, we got a story for your ass. Mm. Oh this yeah, this is going to be a two-hour show today. Okay. Huh? I think I'm good. I'm 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 gonna have to step off now. I have a uh, I have educational um, things I have to do as far as trying to get a degree here, so I got to get some college work out. But I just wanted to set the You're record straight. Sports and health science, man. I have a, a aspiration. I have an aspiration to coach college football. So I got to get the degree first because some great minds in college football have told me. And uh, shout out to David Shaw at Stanford, head coach, and, um, and uh, Charlie Strong. At USF, those are two great people I got a chance to talk to, along with Dana Holgerson at West Virginia. But they all said the same thing, man. If you don't got that degree, and you don't, and, it, and it's definitely about who you know, it's hard to get in there and become a college coach. Yeah, we, so I am going to give it a shot. I really want to do it. You ain't gonna give Marcus no love. Oh, shout out to Marcus coaching in Nashville. You know he's not high school right now coaching. Um, Go Bears in Nashville and um, for a great, great season. Shout out to Coach Austin Brown in, uh, in Shreveport with Northwood. They got championship aspirations there, and that is a big-time offense and a talented defense that he has. And um, shout out to my boy Austin Brown, too. And everybody else um, that, that helped me get here, my brother and my mentor, Maurice Owens, Shout out to him. He's in Texas winning championships. He's back from Korea now. So he's going to pursue a championship in Texas. So shout out to all my mentors and my family on, on right. the football side. All done. Closing words. Um, I, I don't know. I don't got no closing words. Shout out to all the white girl slayers out there. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to all the white girls that love to get slayed. Hey. Yes. There's nothing wrong. Shout out. We're having a homeboy that's a white girl player. Shout out to all the chubby chicks who fry their chicken with extra virgin olive oil. Hey. You know, I'm coming to eat. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to the skinny chicks that use air fryers now. Word up. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep them, gotta keep that cholesterol down. Yeah. Hey, closing words. Hey, I, I can't wait for Sunday. And y'all keep it easy and make sure, like you said, always have a white girl slaying your team. Always have a big girl busting your team. 
and make sure you keep it 100. And any white girls want to send me nudes, Digga, tell them where to send them. Two underscore gun underscore Tony on IG. Thank you in advance. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not saying that I. I don't want that or do want that to happen to me as well. But just you know, if you're feeling friendly, hit up two gun. Hit up two gun. Let me let me keep the air clear. Hit up two gun. And I, and I, and I'll do the rest. All right. Yeah. Hit up two gun. <laughs> the words to everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank my guest, Ray P. Hey, Co-host, Two Gun Tony, and most of all, thank me. No, I'm joking about that. Awesome <laughs> relationships show on Sunday. No holds bar. Red Boy, Two Gun, Ray P, myself. Don't miss it. Let's do it. Other than that, other than that, shout out. To the nigga that got hit by the Corona bottle, because if I was there, you would have got shot. <laughs> wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Do I? Know that got yes. Hit by a corona bottle. Do I? Do you know what? Um, no, but I will talk to you offline about that situation. <laughs> Alleged situation. We'll talk offline. But other yeah. than that, gentlemen, it's been a great show. Good night. God bless. And two guns. Your shirt, your shirt look like a disrag. Nigga, your shirt looks like a curtain. Peace. Peace.